Welcome to the Hella Meditated Podcast with Joe Clements. Let's go. So a couple of you, we've been practicing for a long time. We've been practicing for a good handful of months. Practicing and training. And my, my hope is that the message is clear of what mindfulness is. Mindfulness meditation. You know, the basics of mindfulness meditation is just allowing. Allowing sounds to be sound. Seeing to be seeing. Taste to be taste. Smell and touch, and also allowing feelings to be feelings, thoughts to be thoughts. It's this human experience that mindfulness helps us um, change our relationship to. You know, the, the simplest definition of mindfulness is just present time awareness moment-to-moment awareness. You might ask, well, I've fucking been trying to avoid everything in my whole life. Why would I want to be aware of what the fuck's going on right now? I am aware. I'm painfully aware. (laughs) I'm painfully aware that this sucks, this sucks. I feel this way. I feel that way. And it's our attitude towards the way we're feeling. This dissatisfaction. So mindfulness, the first truth of mindfulness, meditation, and the Buddhist practice where I learned a lot of this stuff from, this stuff from, these practices from. Mindfulness has these four foundations, or four foundations, but four truths. There's four truths of mindfulness, the practice. And the first truth that we wake up to, that it's not personal, it's, it's, we all suffer. Everybody suffers. And the, the word suffering is, um, take it from the word um, dukkha, it's a Buddhist word, whatever. But I, the, the word's translated to, the word dukkha is translated to suffering or dissatisfaction. I kind of like dissatisfaction a little bit more. I mean, suffering's pretty big, you know. And, you know, different people suffer in different ways from, you know, matter of, you know, class, race, gender, different upbringings or however we're treated in this world. But what mindfulness helps us with is not this big suffering. It does in the long run, but what it's, it's, it's pointing towards is our own dissatisfaction, our relationship to the dukkha. And I, let's just, Let's just talk about dukkha. Let's just use the word dukkha. Dukkha sounds like dookie, which is shit, crap. (laughs) So what we're talking about is changing our relationship to the ah crap in our life. The ah crap, this is happening again. Or ah crap, that's going away, or I'm not going to get that. Crap, shit. (laughs) First truth, we all suffer it from that. 
dissatisfaction. Every If you're in this human experience, in some way or another, you're experiencing that. That's the truth of this human experience. The second truth is we start waking up to the cause of our suffering, not the causes, because there's different circumstances, like I said, depending on, uh, you know, our, our life's story, journey. But the cause of our dissatisfaction, of our not liking, is clinging, is craving. And we know craving, right? We know clinging. You know, we can even go back to that first truth that addiction is suffering. Our addiction is suffering. That's our, our crap. And what's the cause is our craving. Craving for it to be different than it is. These truths. And again, that third truth, that there is an end when we start waking up to these causes. There's an end to this suffering because there's we change the relationship to our thoughts and our emotions, to that craving. And it, we do so through a path, a path of recovery, a path of waking up, which is mindfulness helps us wake up. The word Buddha is just the awakened one, awake. You know, that's all it means. And we set a path of ethics, not doing the same behaviors over and over. Looking at our behaviors, looking at those ways that we cling and crave and, um, you know, act out. We're kinder to ourselves. we're kinder to others. This is the path. And what supports us on that path is mindfulness practice, concentration practices. So getting back to the mindfulness, just the practice of mindfulness, how does it help in all this? And all that mindfulness is, is, is supporting us with and what it does is helps us, it teaches us to allow life to unfold as, it, as it's unfolding. Just allowing, we're learning to allow. Allowing sounds to be sounds. We allow it, it's here, comes and goes. Sensations, we allow. Emotions, we allow. We watch, we stay sturdy on our anchor, which can be concentration meditation. We keep bringing our awareness to that one-pointed focus. Maybe the anchor is just the way the body feels in the seat. We're all constantly bringing our awareness back there and seeing if we can hold our awareness there for a little bit constantly bringing our awareness back to the breath seeing if we can hold our awareness there that's the concentration sounds taste smell this whole experience that's what i like about mindfulness the most is it gives us options it doesn't have to be the breath all the time it was for me it wasn't it wasn't the breath for a while i had, i went to sounds and sounds was really good for me until i started uh, picking apart every sound, <laughs> you know, can be problematic. But we watch the mind. We watch how it clings. It wants things to be different. And it's not our fault. It's this human condition. 
So mindfulness teaches us, encourages us to practice allowing. Allowing these thoughts and emotions, these distractions that we're always distracted to come and go as we stay anchored to our breath, the feet, the seat, the sounds. And it also teaches us, I think, a key part of this, especially with, you know, those of us, I, th I feel like anybody that experiences addiction in their life, um, it teaches us how to be with emotions in the same way, allowing emotions to be there, watching them rise and pass, but also learning to respond. How are we responding? How are we responding to that emotion that's there, that trigger, that, um, that crap, <laughs> or even that pleasant? How are we responding? Are we holding on to the pleasant, wanting it to be that way always, and then you're just super bummed when it's not that way because that's what happens? Are we just pushing away all those difficult emotions and feelings? When we start allowing, that is a response in itself of compassion. Compassion is just allowing. And it's our actual true heart's nature is to be compassionate. So can we be compassionate for the, those difficulties? And when we stay, pay a close attention to the body and to the breath, we can see where we're holding the emotions, getting out of the story of why I feel this way and start getting into what am I feeling? It's a sensation. Can I allow that sensation to be there? Can I soften? Can I respond? Can I relax the shoulders when I'm all tight? Can I put my hand on my chest when it's fluttering from anxiety? Can I put my hand on my belly and tell my belly that I'm right here when I'm worried? And it's okay to be worried. It means you care. So this whole practice is just teaching us to, and to respond, to, to respond and to allow. And when we start doing that, we're less reactive. We get space between stimulus and response where something happens because shit happens and we're not just hitting it right away. We get a little space between it when the shit happens, we're not slamming right into it. We have time to process it a little bit. We can feel our experience. How do I want to respond to this situation? And sometimes the wise response is get the fuck out. A lot of times the wise response is put up my boundaries. But not carrying those boundaries around everywhere you go because it's a lot of weight. We've been protecting ourselves in some way for a long time and it's the armor's become really heavy. So just allowing allows the armor to fall and we can get into those true heart qualities that are there, that compassion, that kindness, that appreciation and that balance. So that's my hope, kind of like a pitch. But, you know, I, I, I teach meditation a lot. I teach mindfulness a lot. You know, and I, I, I get good feedback from the meditations. And if there's nothing else, uh, just being able to relax for 20 minutes is killer. 
But my hope is we can take this from the seat to the street so we don't have to suffer as much as we have around our addictions, our addictions to substances, our addictions to the mind, addictions to emotions, addictions to not wanting it to be like it is right now. And that's legit. That's a legit thought. It's a legit feeling, you know? And then giving ourselves some props, some appreciation for doing what needs to be done to end the suffering you're doing. Without even trying, you're doing, you know? Even in meditation, you're not doing anything, but stuff's happening. So just finding a way to be, to rest that's good enough. And this intention tonight of the topic of allowing, you know, kind of like we're a watchtower, just watching this experience unfold and learning to respond if we need to respond and always remembering that anchor the anchor that we refer to in mindfulness is the place that you can bring your awareness back when the mind is drifting off like a ship drifting off to sea. When you are thinking, that's a moment of awakening. That's mindfulness. You're mindful that there's a thought happening. And that's the opportunity to practice returning. You know, this practice of returning it's another opportunity to start again. So we watch the mind if it's judging the mind for thinking or we're chasing that one thought, trying to f find that perfect feeling of when it's like this. We let that go. We let that go. And we come back here. We notice maybe there's a feeling that you feel from that thought that was pleasant, that anticipation. So settling in, open eyes, closed eyes, whatever feels supportive, comforting to you. And just taking a few moments to, to just greet yourself, greet this moment. Seeing if you can soften a little bit more into the chair. And maybe just guiding your awareness to that anchor, that place that is familiar to return your awareness, whether it's the breath or sensations in the body, the points of contact, the feet, the seat, temperature on the skin. Or if it's the breath, the sounds, taste, smell, seeing.
even in the beginning here, we're just allowing. Allowing the mind to settle all on its own, not forcing anything. Just noticing if the mind has an energy to it. Are you distracted going into the thought of yesterday or tomorrow? Maybe just naming that thought and coming back to your anchor. Again, when you find your mind drifting into a thought, just need to acknowledge and gently return. No judgment. Trying your best not to judge the mind for thinking. Seeing if you be can be curious with your anchor. The anchor is the breath. Notice the quality of the breath. Is it shallow? Is it deep? Can you feel a certain temperature on the in-breath that's different than the out-breath? Sensations in the body, the feet. Can you be curious about the sensations in the feet? Are they pressing up against anything? Do they have a temperature? The tingling, throbbing. body, settling into this chair, this moment, is there a quality to the way this body feels resting, is it welcoming or still feeling a little restless? something you notice that you haven't noticed before in this moment, this body and this direct experience. 
fingertips touching each other, resting in your lap. Softness of the hands, maybe. What's the quality of the mind? Is it spacey? Is it agitated? It's acknowledging and returning your awareness back to the anchor, to no judgment. The mind is busy, the mind is busy. Of course, you have a lot going on in your life. Remembering your anchor, that place to come back to at any time. Why don't you practice something with me right now, a little mindfulness of the emotions. Maybe bring to mind something that is maybe a little difficult for you. Maybe it's something you did or you need to do or this happening or is not happening. Let it come to mind. Name it. What is this? Is this a, a wanting, a not wanting, a plan, a memory? And as it plays out, see if you can put a little percentage of your awareness in the body. What does it feel like when you're reflecting on this difficulty? Are you tightening up anywhere? Is there a swirling, a heaviness? Remembering your anchor and allowing this sensation to move. Not pushing it away, not trying to make it go away. Just notice the movement. And if it's ever too much to feel, you can always bring your awareness back to your anchor. But leaning into that just little bit of difficulty, a little bit, noticing how it feels. Letting the scenario play all the way through. Knowing that you're safe, you're here. Learning to allow. This human experience to unfold. Thoughts, emotions, sounds, sensations.
letting that thought go. Bring your awareness back to right here, right now. Breath and body, sound, sensations. And I invite you to bring something to mind that brings you joy, brings you happiness. Maybe it's an activity. Place. Picture yourself experiencing this joy right now. And as it plays out in the mind, notice again in the body, a little percentage there. What does joy feel like? Are you more relaxed? Does it soften the belly, gladden the heart? Does it have mixed emotions, some longing, or worry that it might go away, it might not happen? Again, no judgment, just noticing. does joy feel like? This practice isn't always about working with the suffering or discomfort. It's also about appreciating joy in our life. Really embodying joy, happiness, and gratitude. story go and just bringing your awareness back to right here right now feet seat sounds breath and just check into the quality of your mind right now is it different than when we started? Is it the same? No judgment, just noticing. Quality of your experience in this moment right now. Reflecting on your practice and your recovery today, 
your time here at Lyric tonight. Reflecting on your sit. And just noticing if any goodness has been cultivated in you. Even if it's just a little bit, let it sink in. There's no goodness that's been cultivated in you. That's okay. There's enough to go around. Any goodness that's been cultivated from us sitting together, may it not only benefit ourselves, but benefit all beings. Picture it rippling out. May our Meditation practice, benefit our families, our friends, our communities, all those suffering from oppression, all those experiencing joy. May we all be at peace. May we all be at ease. May we all know liberation. Free from dissatisfaction of our mind. Gently bring your awareness back into this outer world. Greeting yourself with a stretch, a movement. Pat on the back, a hell yeah. Good work. for listening to the hella meditated podcast please subscribe rate and review stay up stay true be you